I'm telling the story like it happened just last night. That's how it feels to me. Even with the distance of all these years, parts of it still seem incredible. But it was totally real. All of it. It was early 1933. New York City was being menaced by an army of blood-sucking killers. I know it sounds strange when I say it out loud, but that's the only way to describe what was going on. They weren't vampires or zombies. Nothing supernatural. They were poverty-stricken young men under the control of a demented doctor. Rodil Mokino was his name. This guy had taken medical hypnosis to a criminal level. He'd gotten to the point where he could turn ordinary men into murderers and make them kill on command. The killers only moved by night, which made them even more horrifying. And they traveled in a pack, which made them even more dangerous. Some people thought they had superhuman strength or magical abilities, but it was really just mindless stamina. Nothing could stop them. If you saw the gang from a distance, you had a chance to escape. Maybe. But once they got close, you were dead. Simple as that. A few years after, somebody wrote a novel about Mokino and his killers. It was called The Voodoo Master. It was really popular at the time, a bestseller. But they got a lot of stuff wrong. I should know. After all, I'm the real Lamont Cranston, which makes me the real shadow. And I lived it. Here's the real story. I was living uptown. Like most nights, my girlfriend, Margot Lane, was staying over. She was my business partner, my confidant, and the person I loved and trusted more than anybody else in the world. Margot was smart and level-headed. She thought I sometimes went off half-cocked, and she was right. I didn't always think things through. We'd both been hearing and reading about the maniacal bloodsuckers for weeks, and the NYPD seemed to be powerless against them. The whole city was paralyzed with fear, and the killings just wouldn't stop. I knew it was time for the shadow to go into action. I had to find these bloodsuckers and end them once and for all. If not me, who? When I heard a report of another killing, I decided to do it. That night, by myself. Margot and I had a fight about it. She thought I was being reckless again. But pretty soon, she realized she couldn't talk me out of going. She hugged me at the door. Be careful, she said. I'll be waiting up for you. In that case, I said, I'll be extra careful. I kissed her goodbye and headed out into the dark alone. I was trying to keep it light with Margot. I hoped I'd be back. But I knew it wasn't a sure thing. <laughs>